Hi, my name is George Lee Howe Jr. By law, most people call me JR. Um, and yeah, thank you, Matt Bennett, um, for wanting me to do the Crazy Life Stories podcast. Um, I got a crazy life story right now. So, I guess we'll get it started. So, I have been on benzodiazepines for over 10 years. And for those of you who don't know what a benzodiazepine is, those are drugs called Valium, Xanax, Ativan, Klonopin. I can't think of another one. They're downers. They're lewds. They're not fun. They're not like the 70s lewds. I bet those were better. And they're not fun. Highly addictive. They've been given to me literally like Skittles for 10 years. 10 years. Decade. Just call the doctor. Fills the prescription. Go and I pick them up. Every time I need them refilled. Last year, they decided that this drug is highly addictive, you know, because of rappers. And it was really previous years, you know, because of rappers like, you know, you got Lil Xan and these mumble rappers made Xan, you know, Xanax and benzodiazepines really popular to be just kind of lifted out. It's going to take all your stress away. Someone like me, I have something that's called severe anxiety disorder. The colliding disorder called major depressive disorder, they tell me. So what that means is my brain just freaks the fuck out. Literally just freaks the fuck out, man. Something wrong. My fight or flight isn't under control. Something happened, maybe. Maybe it was drugs or sometime. Who knows? Not any not any hard drugs for know have I done them yeah have I drank I used to drink a lot I don't know but within the past six years I have severe anxiety I believe it's mostly brought on though by abuse from my father my whole life I think that's what it is uh it was just abused by my father my whole life I was knocked out the first time when I was five by him can't imagine knocking out my son he's 10 now Another major thing is I can't talk to my son recently, just to segue here. So I can't talk to my son at all for his mom just choosing not to, 120 days. And to get legal help if you don't have a lawyer and can afford it is insane, ridiculous, and a whole nother crazy life story we'll talk about. Back on the, the, the idea, though, of the benzos here. They've passed a law in recent years now that... If you have a prescription, let's say this prescription is filled, okay? This prescription's filled. And, um, you can't fill that prescription again for 30 days, okay? No matter what. I guess whether your doctor writes a new prescription, whatever it is. There's this new law within this past year. Maybe it's within the past two years. Don't quote me. Get mad at me. Get mad at me. I don't care anymore. So... Past two years, they past whatever few years now, they passed this law that the camera fill within thirty days. I've been on this medication for over ten years, getting it refilled like Skittles, cotton candy. Do I want to go to the fucking candy store today? Okay, dispense me my medicines. Thank you. Have a great day. That's been my whole life. 
okay? Up until, well, that's not true. One time I was living in Rockford, Illinois, and because of this drug, this is when this like started, you know, and of course it starts in uh, very liberal places where there's lots of understanding, right? Well, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of understanding here, but in Chicagoland, specifically the South Elgin, Illinois, Walmart, I went in there and the pharmacist wouldn't fill my prescription when I have a severe anxiety disease of benzodiazepines, which was one of the main things they gave someone with that at the time, right? The main thing, he wouldn't feel it because it was an out-of-town script. I drove 45 minutes from Rockford and had been living in South Elgin at the time because I was working in Elgin and moved from Rockford. And my doctor was still in Rockford. Because of this drug, he called in an out-of-town script. The doctor called him and asked him to even fill the drug, and he wouldn't fill it. The pharmacist wouldn't fill the medication and said, I can go somewhere else. Even though the doctor called him and said it's not an out-of-town script. And I write these scripts for him all the time because he has severe anxiety. South Elgin, Illinois, Walmart. Police had to be called and escort me out. Because I wasn't going to leave without my medicine. And I have a mental illness of severe anxiety. Of course I'm going to be anxious and wait for my my freaking medicine. I'm not leaving. Are you kidding me? I'm freaking out, man. Freaking out. Speaking of that, hold on. I got hit by a bowl because you'll understand what's going on. Okay, man. So I got a medical marijuana card in Illinois. I got a medical marijuana card in Illinois. <coughs> and, uh, I'd smoke Newports before that. It ain't the weed. Um, so I got my medical marijuana card in Illinois because I wanted to get off benzodiazepines. They wrote it to me like like that. Boom. PTSD got on the list. That pretty much means you got anxiety. Your fight or flight method is fucked up. That's what I got. They either call it severe anxiety. PTSD is like a, a comorbidity or a symptom of it. I don't understand, man. These doctors make up the legalese words for it to fuck you. Okay, not it's not me. So anyways, I'm going to fill this prescription here. Okay, uh, um, I'm in Colleen, Texas. Colleen, Texas is only here because there's an Army Fort base here. My mom retired and I was, uh, uh, I was either going to, anyways, long story. I was either going to go to a, a group home in Chicago because I had nowhere to go from St. Joseph's Hospital. Or St. Joseph's would release me to my sister so that... I could go to San Antonio and live with my mom and my brother, which we lived in a one-bedroom apartment, again, for another time in my life. That's a whole other story about how my whole family has lived in one-bedroom apartments. Um, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment for six months until we got this house that I live in right now. So, I got released in St. Joseph's. I got off benzodiazepines then. I come out here. I have a panic attack. As I leave St. Joseph's. I don't even know if I, if I lost it there or anything. But anyways, I, I got the marijuana card. I, I, I was inpatient at St. Joseph's. And um, after I got the marijuana card, the anxiety, anxiety got really bad. Um, so that's how I ended up down here. And I'm in Texas now. I'm in Colleen, Texas. It's where these, these, uh, these pharmacy justice... 
warrior pharmacists against the evil benzos are fighting me here, okay? Uh, just like in uh, South Elgin, Illinois, you know? So Colleen is only here because of it's an army town, like I was saying. Um, if anyone's lived in an army town, you understand. It's pretty much like you throw fucking Aurora on the map. You know how, like, there's nothing, and then all of a sudden, fucking, there. oh, we're in Aurora. There's 140,000 people for some fucking reason, okay? So, if anyone lives in the Illinois area, where I know a lot of, you know, Midwesterners listen to this podcast, that's what it's gonna, that's, that's, that's what it's like, okay? I, I, it's literally a town, and then there's just fucking nothing. They found 40 dead soldiers the first year I was fucking living here while they were looking for one. Anyways, that won't add to your anxiety. Let's get back to the benzos, okay? So, I'm going to fill these benzos at the Walmart, man. So I go to fill the benzos at the Walmart. I was there with my mom a few days earlier. I, and, and I know these crazy laws now. And they treat you like you're a drug addict. And every time I'm there, I'm like, Mom, look, they're looking at me all weird. And she's like, that's not why they're looking at you. I'm like, no, it is, Mom. It's because they fill them all the time, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was there. And she heard him say, January 5th. January 5th, I can go and pick up my medication again. January 5th. I go, I call, I don't even go in because I had the South Elgin experience already. So I already know how they're going to treat me. I'm the, I'm the dreaded drug addict that's coming in early for his benzodiazepines, right? And on top of it, my provider, my main doctor isn't writing my prescriptions all the time. I don't know how they do it nowadays or whatever, but one was by Mario, a couple were by her, a couple were by, uh, Todd here, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how it works with providers nowadays. There's doctor shortage in Texas. 50th in all states mental health. And if anything happens in, in Texas, it, 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 you understand. Largest mass shooting um, for over 30 years, 20 years till Virginia Tech happened right up the street. I go do dark tourism and eat a China buffet because they still have the building here. Anyways, whole nother podcast. So... I'm going to get the benzos. They told me January 5th. I call and they're like, oh, you're taking too many of your medication. You're abusing medication. They accused me of abusing my medication. Of course, I have severe anxiety already. This this just triggers me, dude. Plus, I'm already, I've been through the loop, man. I've been on all your drugs. I've gone to your institutions and your schools and your facilities, right? And and they're telling me, no, it's not going to be filled to the night. And they're like, well, how many can you take a day? So I'm a smart ass. And I go, I can take as many as I fucking want, right? Because who are they? They're a dispensary. They're a dispensary like when I go and buy my fucking pot. They're nothing more than a motherfucking dispensary, right? It's all they are is a dispensary. You dispense through my drug. My doctor is my provider. They're the ones providing care saying I need a medication, right? So they won't give me this medication or anything. So then... Back and forth, back and forth with the doctor and the pharmacies, the doctor and the pharmacies. Finally get the doctor on the phone, right? My first appointment with this doctor about a month ago now, a month and a half ago now, I told her that I get really bad, like, you know, freaking out, man. You know, freaking out, freaking out, man. Like, you guys don't understand. Just fight or fight. Like, you're you're about to fight the, the Russian army yourself in Ukraine. And it just happens, man. Hey, I don't want it to happen. It just happens. The only thing that stops it is benzodiazepine. Okay? and Or marijuana. One of the two. One of the two. Okay? It's fucking crazy, dude. So now, I'm sitting here fucking chief in because these... So, anyways. So, 
Why I'm cheating is because they won't release my benzodiazepines till January 9th. I talked to my doctor. I originally told her, like I was saying, I didn't want to even be on these drugs because I'm afraid of the addiction and because of the, how highly addicted they are. I've been on them over 10 years. I'm going to have to be on them maybe the rest of my life. And she agreed. She agreed that because I've been on them so long, my brain might need a prescription to benzodiazepine for the rest of my effing life, man. A scheduled one narcotic. A scheduled one narcotic, I may need to be prescribed the rest of my life because doctors and their understanding of drugs and the way that they treated illnesses, I may need to be on a schedule one narcotic the rest of my goddamn fucking life. If that wouldn't piss you off, I don't know what would. Now imagine this, they tell you that you're popping them every day. I'm not popping them every day. I was taking two milligrams, which I was prescribed one to two before she fucked up my fucking script and only wrote one a day because she didn't even write the script. Mario did. So Dr. Mario here, okay, I don't know where Luigi was, so maybe that was the fucking problem that day or he was fighting Bowser, but... Dr. Mario fucked up and put only one per day when it should be one to two. I normally take two milligrams of benzodiazepine, something like Xanax, to calm down when I'm fucking like that, man. Okay? So, I had a 15-day supply that I tried to refill and call in at 28 days. At 28 days. Sorry, 26 days. At 26 days. At 26 days. She knew I was severe at the time. If, if, if you are severe, sometimes you need that every day like that. You do. So now she tells me that this, this is not the answer. And I'm literally here just waiting for another appointment on Monday. That's when they say that the 30 days are going to be cleared. So I, I can get my, my benzodiazepines again. And I'm going to be freaking out, man. And be on edge like this the whole rest of the time, man. The whole rest of the time. I'm going to get wound up like this. And it's going to be a shit show, man. And, 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 and thankfully, there are online websites that you can order cannabis through, and I had, can, and I had cannabis. You can get THCA cannabis with less than 0.3, so that's a whole lot of strains. Girl Scout cookies, okay? Purple Mountain Majesty, uh, Gelato 33, okay? There are a lot of strains of marijuana that you can get shipped to your front door. I want you to know that. I want you to go online and Google THCA flower. That means that it is marijuana that is less than 0.3% Delta 9 THC. So don't be like, oh, it doesn't have THC. THCA, you light on fire and it becomes THC. Or you put it in the oven and it becomes THC. That's why you get high when you eat it. Okay? If you eat a bud, you don't get high, right? Yeah, so you can buy THCA flower because it doesn't have point, uh, of, you know, uh, 0.9% Delta 9 by dry weight. So any marijuana strain that's not 0.3 can be mailed to you, and the USPS puts it in your fucking mailbox, just so you know. Okay, so I'm smoking heavy fucking weed now, which I don't want to do because you can hear my voice. It's just detrimental to me, too. I grew up with fucking asthma. So I'm smoking heavy weed now because of some fucking law, because some doctor wrote a script wrong about... One a day instead of two a day when I normally took two when I get one. It says on the prescription, one a day as needed. So I can take one if I need it. And I was really averaging one every other day because I was taking two milligrams when it was written as one milligram per day. 
And that was that's an average I'm averaging out. I wasn't even taking them actually one every other day. And tried to refill that script after 26 days. Diagnosed with major depression and severe anxiety for over 10 years. I mean, I've had it for over 10 years. I may have only been recently diagnosed since six years ago. But bullshit, man. Bullshit. Society is trying to clean up their mess and I'm suffering for society. I'm sitting here suffering, withdrawals, sweating, feeling like crap because I don't have the amount of milligrams of medication that I normally have because society chose it's going to take another route because colleagues of my doctors and other doctors, I've had four doctors since I've been out here, have been on so many psychiatric medications you couldn't even effing believe because I supposedly, you know, am mentally ill. I tried to get disability. I had to go back to work to pay bills for me and my mom. And because I went back to work and wasn't working and I'd already been off a year, I couldn't get disability because I was working when I'd already not worked a year. This society is fucked up. And I'm really starting to think the mentally ill aren't ill. This place is fucking ill.